episode of Fertile Soil. Today our episode is going to be on different type of grasses and their positive and negatives and how they're used in, uh, in our life in different lawn situations. Today I've got a guest on with me today. He's a friend of mine I've known for a long time. His name's Lowell Catron. He has spent many years on the golf course. He played on the pro tour for several years. So he's been around a lot of different grasses on the golf course. And on top of that, plus he has done a lot of landscaping in his lifetime. I've watched him personally completely redo lawns and been around and helped many friends and different um, aspects of the lawn, teaching them about it and showing them and how, what to choose, how to plant it, how to fertilize it. Now, uh, we're the first to say here that we are not professional lawn men, <laughs> but he has had years and years of experience at this and knows quite a bit of on-hand experience of how like, you live with that type of grass and the things you can do that's fun and all that. Anyway, here's Lowe today. How are you doing today, Lowe? Oh, pretty good. You make me sound like an expert grass man. Well, I think you are. You've been around it long enough. Yeah, uh, yeah I've been standing on grass a long time. <laughs> yes, I've seen you stand on it a lot and I've seen you do a lot of putting on it and a lot of growing and grooming of your front lawn over the years for sure. Well, today let's just jump right into it. We're going to talk about three different grasses, I think, and I'm just going to ask you straight up. What three grasses stand out the most to you? Oh, probably the most I've had experiences with are uh, fescue. Uh, there's a lot of different kinds of fescue, but just a gr uh, yard fescue, I like to do that. Uh, it seems pretty hardy. Uh, Bermuda grass, zoysia grass, those three probably are uh, the three I've had the most experience with. I really like that zoysia, talking about that zoysia. You've got it in your front yard. I've watched you slowly plug it in. It seems to me it looks like a carpet almost when you're standing on it. Oh, yeah. Zoysia is fun because it kind of teaches you a lot. You have to be patient with zoysia. My dad years ago put zoysia plugs in his yard, and he had a terrible yard. And after about 10 years, his yard was completely zoysia, just all one kind of grass that looked like a carpet out there. But if you're looking for an immediate grass, you don't want to plug zoysia, that'll take forever. You can <laughs> sod it and be pretty quick, but uh, I like to just put plugs in and just let it grow on its own. I've seen guys completely just go in and sod their whole lawn. Well, I know a relative of mine did that. <laughs> How did yeah. that turn out? Yeah, pretty good. Instant yard, and it, it's got its advantages. I mean, when you consider you know, either seeding or plugging it or whatever. Fertilizer, water, do it for years and years. And like I said, 10 years later, you'll have that yard. Or you can spend a lot of money and get it instantly. Yes, money can go quick with grass. I've seen it a lot. You know what I love about this, to pull over just for a second, is our show is all about fertile soil. There's 
and we go into different things that I consider fertile soil, this earth, what God has put out here and things we can enjoy and the things and the memories we create from these different types of things we can consider fertile soil. You can look at the podcasts we've had before and that are up and come. It goes in all kinds of different avenues in life. Uh, but I love the stories, just like you bringing up your father. I've known your father ever since I moved here, and he was a great man. I loved all the experiences you have him. It just really tweaks my heart to hear you talk about your dad and the experiences you had, and I remember watching him on the golf course with you. I remember that time you hit the uh, the hole-in-one when we were playing up in Kansas. Uh, I don't remember what Max Springs. Yes, that was fun. Yeah. Yes. It's always fun having a hole Hole one in a tournament. Oh, yes, it was good. You hit that little par three, sucked right back. Yep, eight iron. I can tell you all about it. <laughs> like it was yesterday. All right, well, let's jump back on the subject here. What are some of the positives and negatives you think about these three different grasses that you see? Well, fescue, uh, you know, you can seed it, do that every year, get a good stand of fescue. Um, I like it because it looks good. It looks good year round. That's uh, one of the things about fescue. Uh, Bermuda, it's easy, a warm weather grass, get that thing going and it just spreads like crazy. Uh, I will say the negative to Bermuda, if you have flower beds or anything like that, Bermuda is an above ground creeper uh, and it will just crawl and get into anything that you've got. Um, it looks good, it's hardy, you can walk on it, do whatever you want to and it's hard to tear it up. and. Uh, I'll tell you, I've got some good, a good thing for me on that Bermuda that you've talked about, that growth is, now I raise cattle out here and you know that, my my pasture is fescue, K31 fescue, which clumps, but it's a great grass for cattle. It's pretty standard around a very hardy in the cold and warm climate. But my pasture also, when it hits about the 1st of July, when the heat is on here in Missouri, which you know it can get smoking hot and kill everything. Well, at that point in time, that Bermuda is kicking. Oh, yeah. Bermuda out in the sun, like your pasture out here. Full sun, it goes berserk. You know, the fescue, about the best places for it is under, under trees. And that will all, that'll look good year-round. But the sun, yeah, it'll just wither that fescue fast. But Bermuda keeps on going, and it loves the sun, heat. It even thrives in really kind of dry conditions. But... Uh, yeah, I've noticed that with my pasture. When my neighbors are out of pasture and they're putting hay out, my cows are still eating green. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, like I said, the only negative to Bermuda is above the ground creeper. Zoysia is my favorite. We talked about that because it's an in ground, underground creeper. Uh, you don't see it even spreading, but it takes off. And so, um, you know, I, I, that's why I like zoysias because if you have any kind of barrier, a sidewalk, flower bed a driveway it will not go on you know into that area so zoysia does not doesn't have those long running no, roots no that's yeah bermuda has above the ground runners that, well when people are putting in their lawns why would they just not opt to do zoysia versus it's more because it's more expensive oh really oh yeah zoysia is i i don't know really what it is per square foot now but it used to be where you could get fescue, uh, maybe Bermuda was twice the cost of fescue, sodding it. Uh, zoysia is like four times the cost. Oh, of really? Oh, yeah, you kind of got to be a high roller to have that zoysia like in front of your yard, don't you? Well, 
but I didn't salt it. <laughs> I plugged it. I did it the old-fashioned way, slow and patience. Well, have you played a lot of golf on Zoysia? Yeah, Zoysia's, but, I mean, you get a good, tight-cut Zoysia fairway, and there's nothing better, because it's... Oh, I've never played on a a fairway with the... Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, A lot of the top courses around here have Zoysia fairways, and that ball just sits up like it's perfect every time. Yeah, hardly ever have a bad lie. Well, when you're playing in uh, Florida and the Pro Tour down there, what type of grasses did they have? Oh, almost... Almost 100% Bermuda. Really? Uh, even the greens are Bermuda, which coming from here, always playing on bent grass. Playing on Bermuda's uh, tough to get used to with Bermuda greens. What do you? What's Bermuda, bent grass mean? What's that? Bent right. grass is just a really fine bladed grass that's also a creeping grass. Okay. Uh, but it's you can mow it to really really low, get it fast, speed it up. Bermuda, you can do the same thing. You can cut it really low. It's gonna be fast, but it's so grainy. Uh, it's a thicker blade. Uh, if you ever watch pro golf on TV when they're in Florida playing, they'll talk about the grain. The grain will affect the ball a lot more than on big grass. Grain doesn't affect it hardly at all. Oh, really? What are they in now on the greens? They is that they use bent grass then on the greens? Well, there's a line probably <laughs> about oh middle of Arkansas. If you go due east uh, through, you know. Uh, south of Atlanta and all that, you're going to always have pretty much Bermuda. Uh, with the heat year-round, you can't keep bent grass greens alive. So about central Arkansas north, they start having uh, bent grass and go up. Matter of fact, you go up to Chicago, Michigan area, Wisconsin, then you're talking about uh, even not up just bent grass greens, you've got bent grass fairways. And that's like hitting off of perfection. I mean, oh really? Oh yeah, it's it's great. It's such a great grass to hit off of. It almost when you first play it, you almost hate taking divots out of the ground. It's <laughs> so perfect. Well, that would be nice. I've never played on a course like that. Now I played <clears throat> up here north of us. I played on a course where the the tees were all zoysia, and I remember it was like putting the tee in the ground. It really never hit the ground. It was almost like the tee was sitting in the zoysia. Yeah. Well, it's, just, it's how thick you mow it and how much you roll it, and you can get zoysia. You can train it to get as low as you want to, or you can get it, let it grow high. But that's one good thing I like about zoysia yards. I mean, you could go three weeks, you let zoysia grow, and it doesn't grow really tall at all. It just kind of spreads out. And so a person has an all zoysia yard could get by with mowing about every three weeks. Wow. Well, it looks to me like that Zoysia is your favorite for sure. Oh, I love it. Now, I remember watching you. uh, We've had some pretty cool stories together, building homes and watching and doing the lawns together. I remember a time when on some of them. Yeah, I remember on some of the times where we would do lawns together and completely taking them when we were building new homes. You helped me out uh, landscaping the lawns and putting new types of lawns in you remember doing that oh yeah i got um years ago i worked on the golf course for a couple years and had good experiences with learning how to uh put sod down and it's really kind of interesting to see (laughs) bare dirt ground fertile fertile soil and putting uh, sod on it and going from nothing to really nice uh grass on there um and of course, I got some experience putting down fescue with the golf course, Bermuda, 
was always all of them. So yeah, uh, I remember helping you put some sod down. So it was fun. Yeah, it's neat to watch. Like you were telling me earlier in the day, talking about having patience and watching things develop with your hand. You're really good at that. You're a patient person. You take your time and usually don't get too stressed under any type of situation. And I know how you appreciate watching things grow. I like watching you go to your house and seeing again, talking about your zoysia. It's just... Well, I'm not patient all the time. I hope to be patient. <laughs> I, that's lessons you learn from, you know... I know my dad taught me patience when it came to grass. I patience with everything, but... Yeah, just uh, seeing a yard transform into <laughs> kind of junk grass to a nice yard, and it takes years if you do it the way we did it. Um, and I like it that way because every year you can kind of see progress, and it's almost like you measure, ooh, it's creeping farther and farther and farther, <laughs> and so eventually taking over the whole yard. And that's kind of the cool thing about zoysia. It chokes out everything. You don't have to use weed killer and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's nice. They, yeah, everybody I mean, fights weeds around Oh, here. yeah. And so it saves you money uh, because it naturally does it on its own, chokes everything out. So, Well, again, back to the, really the whole thing that these podcasts are about, fertile soil. Uh, I know we keep going back to, uh, to um, the different types of grasses we use and stuff and how each one is nice to lay on and or not lay on to... To work with and how your lawn looks, but we always keep going back to zoysia because zoysia is uh, good grass to lay on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's nice. Your front yard's got it, and it brings me back to again thinking about fertile soil. Talking about, like you said earlier, or you've talked to about how God has just uh, given us these different things to appreciate. And uh, when you're a kid, you're fertile soil. That's true. And my grandpa, my dad, as I grew up, watched them work in the yard, enjoy it, enjoy being outside. That created in me a desire to want to do that. Uh, hopefully, I was able, now that my girls are, you know, 19, 23, I hope they saw in me the same thing that I saw in my grandpa and my dad that likes to be outside, enjoy God's creation, enjoy uh, just transforming a piece of property into some place that's nice uh, and fun to be out there and mow and work and work with your hands in the dirt. Uh, one of my best memories is my daughter was, uh, I believe, eight or nine years old, and we were digging in the dirt. We had built our house, and we were putting landscaping in. <laughs> We counted out the leftover bricks from our house, <laughs> and she picked up and moved 673 bricks onto a trailer, and then off of the trailer to put in our for our landscape. That's a lot for that gal. She's not no big girl. No, those bricks were bigger than her then. But it, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It's kind of cool to see uh, the accomplishment that she had. Uh, doing a job like that but uh, those are fun, fun memories uh, uh, memories with my grandpa memories with my dad memories with my daughters uh, and so you know fertile soil grasses just create all these thoughts and memories that's what I love about it oh it's nice it really is I love hearing those memories and it makes speaking me of that didn't you talk about uh, Easter egg hunts 
Oh yes, yes, it's time to really appreciate the grass. Of course, my lawn is a little ratty compared to yours, but it's nice to be able to hide the, the eggs and appreciate all the work you've done and having a fresh mowed lawn. Easter will be this weekend and that will be nice with oh. my grandkids coming over and your kids be around. And Now for Easter egg hunts, the best kind is the fescue because the fescue, you put an Easter egg in there and it just kind of sinks to the bottom and they have to go find it and uh, Zoysia is not a good grass to hide Easter eggs. They just sit right on top. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that might yeah. be good for my one-year-old. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, our. You know, when my girls were little, I remember different banks around town and doing it in the yard, and them walking around with their baskets trying to find the eggs out in the grass. And so, fescue kind of has a memory of that for me. Um, nice, nice. Doing that with my girls. Well. I just really appreciate you coming on the show today. You've had a lot of insight and a lot of memories and a lot of hands-on experience. And I just really appreciate you coming on today. It means a lot to me. The gift of gab. I love talking. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have you back again for some more on this. I'm sure that people would like to hear that. Well, anyway, I appreciate you being on again for another episode of Fertile Soil.